Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to a Squabble Box podcast. Hey, welcome to another... Um edition another welcome to another episode of the attack of the b movies podcast version 2.0 i believe we're calling it now but we probably won't keep saying version 2.0 because we'll forget anyways my name is johnny and along with my along with me in the co-pilot seat of our uh vehicle is james our good friend james and james is who picked the movie for this uh this run or for this episode i don't know i can't speak today you might have to take over and just do it. Uh, Critters, uh, 1986 sci-fi comedy horror film. Uh, apparently, Stephen Herrick had directed this. I, he did Bill and Tell's Excellent Adventure. I, uh, I want to say I saw Don't Tell the Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dad. So I saw the movie uh, when I was pretty young, and I don't remember. I like I remember not liking that one. Okay, I don't but I'm much sure if I watched either. it now, I think it was hilarious. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. You gotta you gotta like Bill and Ted though. Yeah, yeah. And you know, Mighty Ducks. Uh I did that. Um it, it's it's interesting when we come upon a movie that has a director like him, because here he starts in B movies making like a hor- a horror comedy. Mm-hmm. And then he's hey, he's directing Mighty Ducks, he's directing Bill and Ted. You know, it's mm-hmm. it, it's always cool to me to see that. Yeah, I think so too. And you know, Peter Jackson and Sam Raimi have similar career yeah. paths. So yeah, yeah. Um, I, I yeah, Peter Jackson. What was his? Uh, oh, what was before he did before he did Lord of the Rings? What was he famous for? He did uh, Dead Alive. Huh? Or, uh, I think he did. Um, I haven't seen many of his horror stuff, but I know he did the one Bad Taste as well. Okay. I know he started, like you said, like Sam Raimi and, and like Stephen Herrick, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we were discussing before the, we started the episode. So this movie came out in 86 and uh, Gremlins came out in 84. And a lot of people say there's there, a lot of people try to draw comparisons like, oh, you copied Gremlins. And the writer and director is always like, no, we didn't. And honestly, I don't think they did. Like, I don't think that was necessarily the inspiration for this movie because it's totally different. Mm hmm. Yeah, And I also think that when you have a movie come out in a genre that's like, okay, we have these cute, we have these critters that are these creatures that are whatever. Once that one is successful, movie studios start green lighting anyone they can find. 
mm-hmm. because yeah. back in the day, people would send spec scripts in and they would just hang on to these scripts. And if they used it, they used it. So I don't know if that was the case with this, but just saying that, you know, if you ever hear it compared that way, I don't think it was had anything to do with Gremlins. Besides, there's been five of these and a, t- and a TV show. I don't a web think, series. I don't think it's something similar is necessarily a ripoff either. I mean, no, it's not a ripoff at all. That's what I'm saying. Take the settings different. The the creatures are, the origins different. Everything's different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it's uh, they almost they're, they're almost porcupine looking. Yeah, Only they walk yeah. on two feet. They look like a cross between a hedgehog and a porcupine walking on two legs. Right, right. Huge. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're kind they're kind of ugly. Let's be fair. <laughs> yeah, they are. And they're not as ugly as the ghoulies, but they're pretty ugly. Right. That was, that was going to be my point. You know, the 80s. So the 80s, we had gremlins. We had critters. We had ghoulies. You look at stuff now, you don't get these kind of movies. They right. weren't masterpieces by any stretch of the imagination, but they were fun and they were mm-hmm. corny, but they were fun. Mm-hmm. Like even stuff like Attack of the Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Is it, is it a masterpiece of storytelling? Fuck no. Mm-hmm. Is it hilarious when that biker says, "What are you gonna do? Knock my block off?" and the cat, and the and the and the the little person clown knocks his head off with a punch? Yes, it's hilarious. <laughs> and that's what these movies are like. That's what this movie's like. Pretty much, yeah. Well, Kyoto Brothers worked on both too. So yeah, really, there you go. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. And uh, you know what else I miss? I miss New Line Cinema. Oh yeah, because this kind of stuff was always New Line Cinema or uh, was it TriStar Dimension? It was always New Line, Dimension, and TriStar. Those mm-hmm. none of them exist anymore, I don't think. And those are those some of my favorite movies from the eighties and nineties came from those three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I digress. Basically, this movie is uh, Lilo and Stitch without Lilo. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, it's Lilo and Stitch with just a lot of insane stitches <laughs> because the movie starts off and they're on an ast- they're on a pr- on an asteroid in the prison. So clearly, this is not mankind. Keep that. Oh, we, it's you know this, <laughs> it's another the sci-fi race. element is is quickly introduced, right? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And uh, there is a group of aliens that I believe are called the Krites, Krites mm-hmm. right? That's mm-hmm. how you say it. And they're supposed to be getting transported to another station. Sounds like a they, Star Trek. Uh, you know, from Star Trek. Kinda. Yeah. So they uh, they decide they're going to escape, and the Krites are the critters. Mm-hmm. And so they they uh they throw on a little thin Lizzie jailbreak and they escape. No, they don't put that on. That would have been, <laughs> awesome. been a great touch here. Jailbreak while they were breaking out. I think that would have been awesome. Like, see, that's why you need that's why Hollywood needs me. Uh, yes. Well, there is a rock star element, so this film does have that going for it. Rock star element. I'll let you talk about that because I'm not sure. Okay, about sounds good. So they um they steal they steal a ship. And here, here's the funny thing about these guys. So they're not huge, right? How tall are they? Four feet, maybe? Yeah, something they're, like they're, that. They're short. Mm-hmm. They have giant fingers. And they steal a spaceship. <laughs> like, I, I, they have hands that you look at, you're like, those hands are for nothing other than eating things. Like, how Pretty do you much. do anything? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, there's a reason they don't have clothes on. Because they would never be able to put it on. <laughs> so... But as ugly as they are, there's something cute about them at the same time. It's really mm-hmm. bizarre to me. Like, I remember yeah. when I was a kid thinking, oh, they're so cute. And then I was like, oh, no, they're really not. What the fuck's wrong with me? But 
I mean, they're little fuzzy, furry things. They always look like they're smiling. They have a ton of teeth. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, eh, I don't know. There's something about them. So uh, they hijack a sh- they, they, they hijack a ship and they um, take off. I don't think they really know they're going to Earth. I just think they just escaped to a nearby planet. Like I don't, I don't think they looked at it and they're like, oh, let's go to Earth. Right, yeah, because well, because they do crash it too. It's not like they really intend to go to Earth, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, but they think they got away, but in reality, they didn't because <laughs> the warden of the prison planet hires two shapeshifters to follow them to Earth, and these shapeshifting bounty hunters. Uh, it's a really so, cool idea. I think. It is. It, it it actually was really cool. It, but it's it was very similar to I Come in Peace or. Um, even life force a little bit okay right because the bounty hunters came from space to get the alien mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um it is really cool and they're shapeshifters and so they blend in with our planet they're watching rate so for those of you don't, that don't understand how like rf signals work like your your old school tv antennas and fm radio am radio all that stuff that we've watched over the years those signals have blasted off our planet and into space and are continuing to travel through space so somewhere millions of miles away there could be an alien ship going oh greatest new show great new show in america dukes of hazard <laughs> to them they're just seeing it because that's yeah. just how it is the data yeah. is still there and exists yeah, yeah. you know so uh, i don't know why i did that in these european i think i was kind of ripping off euro trip with that oh um, okay because there was a guy in there that so uh the two bounty hunters one of them decided oh here's the rock and roll part i didn't think about that um he just, he decides to take the form of a guy named Johnny Steele, which is a rock star. And the other guy kind of is like, eh, I don't know what I want to be, so I'm not going to do anything. And his face is just blank. Yeah, standing up like a sore thumb, right? I mean, Well, he looks like a thumb. That too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just like, meh. Uh, so we, now we go to, now we're on Earth and I want to say what state are they in? Is it Kansas? Okay. Yeah, because it's a farm, right? Rural farm. There's no other farms. Well, you know what I mean. (laughs) Rural. Well, it was either going to be Oklahoma, Kansas, or or something. Yeah, it's going to be right there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we meet this family, and they're sitting down for breakfast. And there's a there's a mom and a dad and a teenage daughter, and they have a son also who's younger than a daughter, and uh. The father's name is Jay. The mother is Helen. And they send the, the daughter and that morning after breakfast, they're sending their daughter, April. And like I said, the younger son, Brad, to school. And they're waiting for a mechanic to show up to help him out. And the, Charlie. Yeah. Huh? Charlie is his name. Yeah. yeah Charlie's his name. Yeah. He's a find out. He's a former base baseball pitcher. He's uh, also the town, uh, the town drunk. And he's also a uh, chronic liar. And he also, I want to say, is claimed before that aliens have like crashed and abducted people. Yeah. You know, yeah. and he, yeah. cla- he mean, claims that he hears the messages from the aliens. Oh, I want, is it through his tooth fillings? Yeah, it was through the tooth fillings. Uh, 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 <laughs> Just like how Lucille Ball claims she heard her Japanese transmissions during World War II through her tooth, her, her tooth fillings. Oh, driving over a patch of road somewhere. Uh, uh, uh. Um, so, you know, he uh, 
he shows up or he, he's oh, does he show up now let me think for a second the kids are the well i know the son finds uh the son has a slingshot and he finds some of charlie's explosives and he launches the not explosive but it's like homemade fireworks mm-hmm. and he uh launches one and doesn't he hit his uh his sister april with it yeah yeah he does I well, actually, no, part. I take that back. Charlie shot it. Yeah, Brad, Charlie. Bradley, a, yeah. Brad took the blame for it. <laughs> so he gets no dinner for the day. It's like, but, uh, is that really a fair punishment? I don't know. I don't know. Why would you take the why would you take the hit for it? Yeah, yeah. So uh later that night, Brad goes up and he's sitting on the roof of the house, as many people in the country, as many country folk do, I suppose. If you're country folk and you're offended by that, I'm sorry, but tell me you don't. I don't know. They did it in the movie. Mm-hmm. I, I've never been to Kansas. Oh, you know, my neighbor's from Kansas. I should ask him. Okay. He worked on nuclear missiles <laughs> in the Air Force in the 80s. Oh, neat. Yeah. So he sees, uh, hey, he's on the roof. He's just kind of hanging out, looking at uh, the sky, and he sees a, um, he thinks it's a meteorite crashing the earth. Now, the audience knows it's not a meteorite ca- crashing the earth because we have already seen that a spaceship is heading towards earth carrying a bunch of furballs. Mm-hmm. So I want to say it's the dad and the son go to investigate thinking it's a, uh, a meteorite and they show up and things immediately go wrong because they see the critters eating a cow. <laughs> I guess they're pretty hungry. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they they like their they like a good steak, <laughs> yeah. and I you know, it, I don't even as a kid I don't think it was like something I watched going, Ugh. right, right. It was almost comical. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let's see. How did they, they interrupt them? They 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 see him eating the cow and they interrupt them. Do they get away? Because. They're not the Brad and Jay aren't killed there. Right. They're not. So they get away, but yeah. then the critters kill a cop. Yeah, I remember that part. They do kill a cop, right? And they kill a cop mm-hmm. and uh they eat him. And then they find the farm. And I don't know why they chose the farm that this family lives on, but they cut the power and they basically are like laying siege to this farm. Like they're not, no one can go in or out, right? Mm-hmm. Which is really strange. So, but no one knows this yet. They just know that the farm has no power. So the dad, Jay, goes, okay, I'll go check the circuit breaker. And um, he goes outside to do it and he gets attacked by one of the critters and he gets mangled pretty good. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. and he, uh, he escapes though. And I want to say at this point, so he's there and the daughter, that's right. In typical 80s horror movie fashion, the daughter's about to have sex in the, in the barn with her boyfriend. That seems very, uh, well, this doesn't seem comfortable, but hey, you have to take what you can get, right? Well, if it's anything, you know what? There's plenty of films on certain websites that show that happening. So yeah. apparently it's a thing. But I mean, you might get a rash from the hay. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. That might be one of the funniest things you said. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, the worst part about it is when you get stabbed with the hay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what happened? So uh, 
Doesn't the boyfriend get murdered? Yeah, the the, the critters kill Steve. Yes. So here's the thing. There's they never do they ever explain why they just kill everything? Is it I don't just think so. They, is it because or is it just because they're just hungry? I like I don't think there's ever an explanation as to why no they just kill all the time. No, just hunger. They're either hungry or they're just like sociopaths. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. So why don't you take over for a little bit? So Steve, so, so the boyfriend who I think is Steve gets killed by one of the critters. Mm-hmm. And oh, so God, don't I hope you I hope you say the part I'm thinking of. Go ahead. Well, we know that you know shortly after the the creature is slain, uh, it devours one of Brit's or Brad's lit firecrackers, which is yes, there is a still of that on IMDb. That's the of the spark, which is really funny and uh, just not something you would expect to happen. But hey, uh, where's where's the still shot of it? It's what. Cheesy oh, 80s silly. garbage, but good fun. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Completely agree with that guy. <laughs> yeah, there's a still of that, and uh, it's it's on there on IMDb. Um, there's 90, you know, over 99 photos on IMDb from the movie. Wow, that's that's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you wonder why. <laughs> oh, I forgot, I forgot to mention that the guy that the, the shapeshifting alien that didn't choose a face, they're green, by the way. Mm-hmm. Not like they don't stand out. <laughs> daughter is not bad. The daughter was nice looking. Yeah. So that that happens, right? Um, the remaining critters uh, sabotage uh, the Browns and Steve's cars. Uh, so the Browns, it sort of becomes sort of a siege at this point. The Browns have to hold up inside the main house. With no explanation um, as to why, like why wouldn't they go to the village or go to the nearest town? Yeah, and, I mean, I, and I'm, I need to be correct myself. They're shorter than four feet, so them stealing a spaceship was even more amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think so too. The fact that I mean, yeah, they did crash it, but they they do manage to fly it. I mean, I don't think they've had any prior training, so they just right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what part is it when he's interrogating the stuffed animal? There's a picture of the critter interrogating a stuffed animal. What part? What part? Oh, that that's the ET. He the ET the stuffed e- animal. He's like, "Who are you?" Yeah, and <laughs> he eats his head. Because <laughs> the critters do speak a few times in this movie. Yeah, these uh, things are. I, I was. I was way off. They're not like four feet tall. They're like a foot and a half tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I still have not found the picture. Oh, he's born in the USA. A picture poster for born in the USA. I did, I have not found the picture. That you've mentioned, and I want to see it so bad now. It's basically the critter standing, and there's a spark on the on the ground on the on the hay. I think it's the ground of, or the floor of the barn, and there's a spark, and it looks like he's, you know, you can kind of tell that the firecracker went off. Oh, okay. You yeah. know, some of the other th- fun there are there are other funny things in here too. So like the the, the bounty hunters, the one guy looks like the rock star. And they go, you know, they, they at one point go into a church and they get these giant guns and they're dressed <laughs> in like studded red leather. And it's just fucking ridiculous. Or they, they go bowling. And I don't remember why they went bowling, but I know they went bowling. And I was like, well, Ooh. I think it's because they thought the critter, the critters, I believe, are at the bowling alley. 
And then like one of, I think the Johnny Steele Balneario, he takes a ball and he, and he you know, he, he rolls it, right? And then it causes the pins to explode. <laughs> That's right, I forgot <laughs> about that. <laughs> oh. Like, man, they're, they're very uh, aggressive. The bounty hunters? Yeah. Because here they stole other, and, and throughout the movie, they, they changed identities. Because mm-hmm. at one point, they're like, I think they, one, at one point, one of them looks like Jay, one of them looks at like the dead guy. I, I think at some mm-hmm. point they keep they switch around a little too. Yeah, yeah. Which makes everything even worse. But yeah, so um I forgot about some of the some of the funnier parts, but yeah. The uh the Browns end up hiding in the house, and the two this this is when the two guys are like going through the town. Like they think the critters are in the town, and then most of them are not. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, the church, the bowling alley, and then yeah. It's not even like the second bounty hunter that doesn't have a face is like chosen one, but he just he must go through like five or six townspeople's faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because remember he I think he does take the uh... oh Charlie Charlie's one of them. That's who it was. I just saw the picture. Okay, yeah, I believe the uh, the the bounty hunter he does take the um, the reverence. He where he has oh, reverence right. face. That's yeah, right. and then like the the bartender at the bowling alley is asking him like. What are you up? What are you up to, Reverend? He's got the gun with him, <laughs> <laughs> dressed in dressed in the studded leather uh, outfit. <laughs> um, well, so the kid, the kid Brad escapes the farm, and he's running the. He wants to go to town to get the sheriff for help or whatever, and he runs into two bounty hunters. It, it, in typical eighties fashion, somehow they're both like, "Oh, we're shape shifting bounty hunters hunting these furry creatures." Have you seen them? I mean, maybe not. That's not exactly what's said, but basically, he sees them, finds them, and mm-hmm. they explain who they are. Which mm-hmm. really, yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just kind of the little and stitch part of it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, "Well, I know where they are. Let's go." So critters have been systematically being killed off throughout the movie, and I think there were only seven or eight to start with. Mm-hmm. So now I think there's only one left. I mean. Considering how many, like, what's their like breeding rate? I mean, I don't even know how they don't even really get into how they breed or multiply, but that it's something. So yeah, you know, I, I like a lot of weird, strange, kinky stuff to some extent. Um, I've never thought of how the critters breed. So Me neither, knows, James. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they're nude the whole movie. I don't see any genitals. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah good. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, oh my God! Somebody's gonna do some critters cosplay furry shit now. Um, so there's one left at the farm. It kidnaps the daughter, and it, I don't understand something. It's not big. How's the kidnapper? Right. I mean, like these things are small enough that you could like punt them across the street. Now, granted, it would piss them off, and if they came at you with those teeth and got you, that would really screw your day up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyways, they kidnap. He kidnaps or it kidnaps her, and uh, goes to the. I almost I wanted to say the barn, but no, it goes to, it goes back to their ship right at the crash at the crash landing site. And the bounty hunters arrive there, at the same time, and hilarity ensues. No, uh, Charlie and Brad. What's his name? So Charlie and Brad sneak aboard the ship to rescue April. They're trying to get her out and they're leaving and Brad was going to use a firecracker like one of those because so Charlie's known for making firecrackers that are like off the chain like 
if you if if you wanted an M80, it was like an M240. Wow. Like they were always like he he always overpowered them. That was the whole thing. That was like early in the in the movie they talk about that. Mm-hmm. So Charlie drop or Brad drops the one he's carrying, so they can't set it off to destroy the spaceship because I'm not sure that would even happen or work, but whatever. Mm-hmm. So uh, as I think there's more critters on the ship. I think there was one left in the house, and there might have been some left in the barn or the ship. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. And uh, so they're running from the critters, escaping with uh, what's her name? I, how am I blinking? I just said it. April, April O'Neil. No, and uh, <laughs> so now this is when it gets good. So they escape the spaceship, or they're escaping the spaceship. The spaceship takes off still. Well, well, either way, they're escaping from the spaceship, and the critters uh, take off, and they're kind of like, "Hey, you know what?" Fuck you guys! We're blowing up your house just because, mm-hmm. like for yeah. no reason other than other than they 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 escaped in April. They turn and they blow up the farmhouse. Uh, was I don't know what what happens to the mom in this movie. Mom, yeah, she's in a lot of the scenes. Yeah, but what, yeah. when they blow up the farmhouse, are the parents still in it? I don't think so. No, they escaped, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, then Charlie takes one of his beloved whiskey bottles and makes a mouth off cocktail, launches it into the ship and it magically lands right by the firecracker and the fire from it ignites the firecracker and boom goes dynamite killing the critters. Mm -hmm. So the bounty hunters did nothing. Except cause stuff to blow up. Except cause what? Except cause things to explode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I take that back. They rebuilt the house. Yeah. They brought the house back. Yeah. So they brought the house back and they give Brad a little communicator and say, if another invasion of them ever shows up, please call us mm-hmm. so we can bowl some more and shoot up a church. <laughs> and then they leave. Yep. But the last, well, I think it's the last, I think it's the last scene. We find out that there's critter eggs in the barn in a chicken's nest and they're like vibrating, like ready to hatch. It's a similar ending to extra, except she's here. To what? Like- Extra? That was the one with the ants, right? Extra? No, that's an alien movie. Remember we talked about Extra 3? And then you mentioned the ending of Extra through that review? We did talk about Extra, and we did do that. Yeah. Why can't I? Man, we've done a lot of these movies. <laughs> um, But yeah, I mean, that's kind of a typical trope. So Mm-hmm. At the end of this one, it spawns the second one, which picks up where this one leaves off, if I remember correctly. Okay, I'll have to, I'll have to check it out then. Yeah. You never saw the second one? No. Oh my god! There's a scene where they all combine and they form one giant critter. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I have awesome. the box set. It's, it's so awesomely, it's awesomely horrible. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, I have the, I have the box set, that, so I'll be able to watch the rest of them. Yeah. So there's, there's three sequels. So there's, there's critters, well, actually, critters two, critters three. Uh, Critters Attack, which I haven't seen. Well, Critters but... Attack just came out. It's a reboot. It's rel- relatively new, not just. But uh-huh. Critters, a new binge, was on Shutter online. Okay, I haven't seen the series either, but I have no, Shutter. I so. Critters Attack, the fifth entry, came out in 2019. I see. Helen Brown, Kate, the uh, let's see, D. Wallace was assumed to portray a new heron. 
Oh, so D Wallace is still in it. She's got to be up there. Wow. It's uh, funny. She, yeah. D Wallace was also in ET. Yes. Yes. Alien mm-hmm. frights have landed in the nearby forest. <laughs> they suit. They soon receive help from the mysterious Aunt D, who might have a history with the hungry intergalactic beasts. <laughs> now, I want, now I want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, I, I don't think there's enough love for movies like this. I really don't. Me neither. I, yeah. I, I think that for a lot of the movies we watch, you know. Yeah, and if you get the box set, which I have, the Scream Factory box set, it has the. Uh, I think all the movies have documentaries, and I watched the first. Uh, you know first documentary from the the, the first movies well, documentary cool. and yeah it was really really i think it's worth watching that I, as well. I i think you know there's the two thoughts there's two trains of thoughts on movies maybe three really so like there's there was an argument recently with like i think martin scorsese or one of those one of those guys known for making great the- theatrical movies and who hasn't done shit in the last 10 years 20 years that mm-hmm. was good uh, and no, the Irishman wasn't good. It was boring as hell, and it, they still didn't find Hoffa's body. Mm. The oh, fuck well. was the point? <laughs> so, uh, he, one of either him or one of those guys, came out trashing comic book movies about not being real filmmaking. Uh, it's like, what do you define as real filmmaking? Because that sounds like, familiar. Because what do you define as real filmmaking or real? You know, because they have relatively good stories. They're mm-hmm. enjoyable to watch and people enjoy it and like it. So mm-hmm. what's the problem? Mm-hmm. Like sure. Chinatown from the seventies is a fantastic movie. One of my favorite movies of all time. Oh yeah. Great movie. Mm-hmm. But you know what? If I'm, if I want to like watch something that's kind of funny and scary, I'm not putting Chinatown on. Right. Right. It's not, the, it's not the right thing, you know? And I, there's people that are, or people that trash the movies we like. It's like, look, it's just a fun diversionary movie. But a lot of the B movies are from studios that don't make huge budget movies and take plots that, you know, like mainstream Hollywood has a formula they follow, whether it's like a, a mafia movie or a comedy or romantic comedy. They all have, it's always a formula they follow. Why do you think every mm-hmm. Liam Neeson movie that comes out looks like the first taken? Mm, that's what you're saying. When you talk about B movies, they don't do that. They'll take a chance on a script that Hollywood would never do. Mm -hmm. And that's what I like about them. And, you know, Critters is kind of one of those movies. Could it have ever been done better and and made like as an A-list movie? Probably not. But could they have gotten Billy Idol? I mean, originally they wanted Billy Idol for the uh, Johnny Steele. That would have been awesome. But they got Terrence Mann instead. So who is best Billy Idol? But the thing with the critter with the movie critters is it was it was somewhat comedic it's fun uh special effects weren't horrible mm-hmm. but it was it like you said the story was somewhat interesting right like mm-hmm. here's these aliens that are fugitives they escape the earth they're bounty hunter they hire shape-shifting bounty hunters i mean all that pretty cool mm-hmm. and where they, do they land in new york do they try taking over the world no they land in rural kansas and attack a farm that's pretty horrorish, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I think that's you know. So I don't know where that rant was going, other than if you don't like regular, if you if you if you can't agree to disagree with people about the kind of movies they watch, I don't know what to tell you. Right. You know, yeah. like everyone's yeah. like, oh, how how come you like Star Wars? I'm like, because it's fun. 
it's fun and i like the i like science fiction and i like the world that lucas created and i still like the world as disney's carrying on with it because while i don't like every episode of the mandalorian or the book of boba fett or i don't like every movie you know i don't think every movie's a nine or ten that they've made the content they've put out that i like is good enough and it's enough for me and that's the critter that's kind of the critters the whole franchise if you've never seen two watch two it's great I've, I've seen one two and three i've never seen four or five yeah the, the box set has all four of them well yeah. except for the fifth one but yeah see now i gotta get these my daughter's nine i used to watch these when i was like five <laughs> i can't get her to watch them I'm like come on they're cute they just want to be loved <laughs> yeah yeah oh uh scott grimes is in this we were talking about that earlier too for those still listening after my stupid rant uh scott grimes you might know from the orville Actually, he plays a navigator on it. So, and some other stuff. But, yeah. yeah. I like this movie. It's one of my favorite ones from when I was a kid. I still like watching it. How about you? Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Um, very, very entertaining. Right? Very fun. I mean, uh, just pretty wild uh, fun. And I, I like the, uh, the ship. I think it was a critter ship, the one we see that, that Jay and his uh, son see, right? Or, well, the one they hijack, yeah. Yeah, this, I really like the ship design. That was really cool. Yeah, I thought so too. Uh, uh, yeah, I know. liked how I liked the fact that for a horror movie, horror movie, they uh, they did a little bit of fish out of water element when they were in the when they were in the town. Yeah, hunters. Yeah, like yeah. they. They knew how to dress and what to look like so people wouldn't know, think they were aliens, but they had no idea how to act. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was hilarious. But yeah, mm-hmm. I like this one a lot. Yeah, it's, it's fun. I mean, you have exploding bully pins, reckless driving, and plenty of gunfire to go around. So <laughs> there you go. Right? That is true. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> So it was. It was made for thir- for what three million dollars only? Yeah, its budget yeah. was three million dollars. It made thirteen million. Yeah. It has. It only has a fifty percent approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. That's because people don't have uh, taste. Yeah, pretty much. Again, if it's not from if it's not Sundance, no one will, it must suck. Well, it's yeah, okay. interesting speaking of Sundance because. Um, I, well, I only checked out one of their movies from this year. I was only, I was only was like one or two of them. I only watched one. But there was a thing going now where uh, you can get a refund because of like canceled showings and stuff. So I might be able to get a refund for, for the ticket I bought. I don't know. Wait, were you going to Sundance? No, I watched one. I watched it off uh, uh, through my Roku. Uh, so wait, so you bought the ticket for the movie. You watched it. You didn't like it, so you get to refund it? No, basically... Like for canceled movies, or uh, there was an article. Oh, it never came it. out. Well, let me. I have to look at the article now. I have to remember what it says. But basically, they well, part of it was they advertised that it was in person, and you huh. know, so people. I didn't. I I did the online. Uh, you know, one of the online showings, for one of the movies. But yeah, it was uh, some something along those lines. As a class action uh, lawsuit. Uh, okay. So, film festival under fire for failing to refund tickets to canceled screenings. Oh wow! Yeah, so I might probably get a refund. I don't know. Nice, very cool. 
Yeah. So I think that's enough of our ranting and raving. So thanks mm-hmm. for listening. Yeah, thanks for watch listening. And, Seriously, uh, watch critters. It, it, yeah. And this, if you this, like it, get the box set. I mean, it's a good deal, I think. It's so. honestly one it's honestly one of the better movies we've reviewed. Or we've yeah, I, Not, we I, don't really I, review them, but it's it's definitely out of all the B movies we've watched, we we like a lot of them. It's a Filipino one you found, dude. Uh, <laughs> but we generally like most of them, or at least one of us does. <laughs> this is just a good fun fan. This is a good fun 80s. It, it oozes 80s and it's perfect. Mm-hmm. So, but thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you guys uh, again soon. Bye. Yeah. yeah. You've been listening to a Squabble Box podcast.